fisted toward right. Look at that ball carry. Did you link it to your... Oh, actually, it looks like it's linked. It's already linked to your YouTube account, right? Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, it looks like it's... Let's see. I'm trying to play it from Google+. Plus. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you just play it from Google+, Plus, you can hear... I'm... Oh, let's let's play it and watch ourselves. I know. It's There's a slight, like, second delay, which is... <laughs> okay. I am share on Twitter. Well, I'm sure this is riveting that people who will watch the replay of it. So, oh, are we already recording? Oh yes. So we don't know where Warren is. Yeah, weird. Could be out in the woods somewhere in Northern <laughs> California, wherever he is. Maybe he's caught in a bear trap. He's got big feet. <laughs> Very susceptible to that. That is true. Um, well, how you been, Dolan? It's uh, been another week, and baseball has actually started. I feel like it was more than a week, considering um, my participation level in last week's podcast. That's true. Where I, could, I could hear myself echoing the whole time and then kept getting booted off. So I think this might help. Now we're actually running it on your YouTube channel. Maybe you your internet connection is the limiting reagent that makes our uh, podcast. That's probably what it was. Actually, had I, had I been smart enough, um, all I had to do was unplug my modem for about a minute, plug it back in. That fixed all of our internet problems. I didn't realize that we were having them until I complained about it. My <laughs> wife said, Oh, I have too. So unplugged it, plugged it back in. Things seem to be better now. So. You you look very uh well streamed right now. Yeah, I know. I maybe it is the because I'm the origin. Yeah, probably. I the highest quality now. Do I do I look ridiculous? I mean I know I look ridiculous, but is my quality bad? You look at times like pixelated you're you're trying to be anonymous and we've blurred out your face <laughs> but then other times it snaps in and it's fine i am a little bit embarrassed that i'm a cubs fan so i wanted to alter my voice well but they're one and all they're in for did you see what i wrote today they are yeah. in first place for the first time since 2009 august 9th yeah something like august 5th august 5th august 5th yeah. 2009 and they were that was just a tie they haven't had sole play. I mean, I guess they didn't have their a tie for because who else won the um the Brewers won Brewers, and the other three lost. Did the Car the Cardinals lost? I thought all three. The, all the other three. Oh, lost. that's a shame. I didn't even know. So first place. Let's enjoy it. Yeah. It's pretty pretty heady stuff. They got a chance. If it wasn't for Wandy Rodriguez, although I'm going to be very upset that um, Wellington Castillo is going to absolutely murder left hand pitching. That's right. Wandy. You better, you better, you can't bench him because it's a no, weak thing. It's too. No, it's too oh, bad. 
Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. And actually, I forgot to. I still had my forgot that the that my first week roster needed to be set, and so I have Brett Jackson starting in center field for me this week, which is not going to do me much good. But um, or harm. No, not much harm either. Uh, what's his name? Sheerholtz was hurt me a lot. Uh, not as bad, or actually, he hurt me worse than Wellington did, I think. And then Louis Valbuena had ten fantasy points and nullified both of those guys, which was terrific for me. Thank you, Louis. He's clutch. He is clutch. Oh, we got bad news. Or good news, depending. Um, Warren cannot hang out tonight. He's going to a pre-birthday dinner with his wife. What does that mean? Let's make fun of that. Let's explore that and make fun of that for a while. Yeah. Pre-birthday dinner. Okay. I would assume they're also going to have dinner on her birthday. <laughs> That's a, it's like an appetizer. Is their pre-birthday dinner? It's just a plate of appetizers. Um, it's a seven-course well, meal over seven days. <laughs> I can't do tomorrow, so let's just plow through this with us, and we'll Photoshop Warren in later. <laughs> um, I was actually looking something up here when I saw his email. Of course you was. One of my intrepid readers, yeah. Corey, I'm going to butcher his last name, Acri, has been on the um, Nate Sheerholtz bandwagon <laughs> since, the Cubs, since the Cubs got him. He's the one he found the site. It's um, Nate Sheerholtz fan club.com. Is that what it is? Bye. And it has a great Bye. animated gif of him, the one I posted during the game yesterday. Where you see the camera follows him. There's a he's, he's with the Giants. There's a fly ball into right center, and he's booking after it. And he dives, and Angel Pagan runs by and just reaches up over his head and catches the ball. And you see <laughs> Sherholt sliding behind him. Uh, Corey basically said, "Well, I could probably read what he said because he he got it completely right." Oh, I, I'm watching. <laughs> it is Nate Sherholt's fan club yeah, it's one of the greatest. I suppose we could probably put that up so people could see. Oh, we have three viewers. So I, that, that means someone who's not us is actually watching this right now. <laughs> God have mercy on your soul. Well, I shut mine down, too, so that might be that might be. Oh, so we may have two? People. Yeah. Oh. Hello, TV land. Um, Yeah, put up this Nature Holtz animated GIF. Do you call it GIF or JIF? I, if it's got a G in it, I think it's GIF. That's what I thought. Nate. Nothing like watching me type on national, worldwide. Well, it's not TV. I can share my um, screen if you'd like me to. Oh, you got it right there? Yeah. All right. I've never run one of these before. Warren always takes takes it away from me, and I guess we're finding out why. And then I think you have to click my um, little window, though, to make it. There he goes. Whee! <laughs> Can you see it? Yeah. That <laughs> That's is terrific. tremendous. Oh, here, now it's getting nice and clear for us. Yes. NateSheerholtzFanClub.tumblr.com um, So, yes, Cubs 1-0. First place for the first time since 2009. Um, tomorrow... Maybe are they going to make it two and zero? Dolan is the big question on everyone's lips. What's the is what's the pitching matchup? Is it Edwin Jackson? Edwin against? Jackson and Wandy Rodriguez. Wandy. Yes, I predict that Edwin is going to throw a no hitter 
The Cubs will <laughs> the Cubs will win eight to six. Um, Edmund will walk fourteen <laughs> and throw two hundred eighty six pitches, but not give up a hit. And the Cubs will win. It's very. I, I can't wait for. My- uh, one of my Twitter followers, I posted the question, and I know you saw it because you made a sarcastic response to it. If that was the best Cub opening day start by Samarja yesterday since, and someone came up, I think it was 1972, 1974, uh, was, was their argument. I think, I forget who it even was, Bill something with a B, Bill, like, not Bill Burr, but someone like that. Um <laughs> And uh, he threw a, I think it was a complete game, complete game shutout, 10 strikeouts, something like that. And when I started trying to answer this question, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to start going back through the years. Went back to last year, forgot because it annoyed me how well Dempster actually pitched yeah. on opening day last year. I mean, they lost, but he actually had a solid Right, strike. they lost because um, Wood completely shit the bet. Yeah, and Dempster, I think, walked three, but he also had 10 strikeouts. I mean, but Samarja, he... They they looked, it was it was a dominating performance. They yeah, looked they look like foolish. an actual major league baseball team. Yeah, except for uh, Brent Little Bridges. Yes, who I keep wanting to call Brett Barbary <laughs> all the time. Do it. I don't think anyone's going to notice. He has bigger ears than Carlos Marmol. Yeah, he is a weird looking. I mean, yeah, I yeah. I said that obviously his um his mother's ob really like to grab the forceps were i got him oh dear that's gonna stick um darwin barney could fit his entire head in one of lilla bridge's ears and does (laughs) yeah it should remember when uh zambrano used to put fontenot on his shoulders and ride Mm -hmm. him around and, and Right around the dugout. That Barney does that with um, Barbara. He sticks his head in his ear, <laughs> rolls it around, comes out, get wax all over the top of his head. It's gross. Disturbing. How about that commercial that like for the suction ear thing where the guy just freaks out? <laughs> He's like, ah! He, ah! he doesn't know how to use a Q-tip. It's awful. Yeah, Q-tips are complicated. There's two ends. Which end do you use? <laughs> Why is there cotton on both sides? Is it one for each ear? Are you supposed to go back in with the idol? It's, it's complicated. Um, so, Dolan, I po- posted on Twitter, I tweeted, I guess you would say, that it seems like even if Garza and the entire staff and Baker and all those guys had been healthy, I'm pretty sure Samarja is the ace of the staff now. Oh, he's... I was going to say he's easily the most talented, but he's probably the three of them are probably roughly equally talented, but he's amazingly become the best pitcher of the three, yeah. which I don't think we ever thought was really going to happen. I did. It's that Notre Dame degree. He's got brains or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that where he went? I can't remember. They didn't, they never mentioned it. It's weird. I remember where he, and he played hockey. Yeah, hockey, hockey, and I think he was on the lacrosse club team. Dolan, uh, what did you think of your buddy Jim Deshays' debut? Um, Professional debut. Professional club debut. (laughs) I I have a tradition. Every year I send, right before the first game, I send Len Casper an email. And it's always, the, the, the subject is always good luck. And then the, the message only contains. Oh, don't wrong. don't tell me I lost you. Oh no, there you are. Sorry, you you get you froze for a second. It's no. got it's got what? 
the 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 subject at all is um, good luck, and the message is simply we're all counting on you. <laughs> I love it. Airplane. And I send it to him every year, and this time he always replies. And this year he replied with um, something about, oh, it's typical of the way we're going to have to win games this year. And I think you're really going to like my partner. I think you, I think he's really going to grow on you. So I think even Len knows it's off to kind of a rough start. I didn't think it was that bad. You know what I noticed, though? Like, if you kind of tune out a little bit and are half paying attention, he kind of, just vocally, he kind of sounds like Bob Brenly. They have very similar voices. Deshays, it seems like. I mean, it, it contrasts against Len's very like nasal, yeah, high pitched. I guess not even high pitched, but very nasal tones. I it, it was. It seemed he actually. There were a couple times where I could have confused him for Bob Brenly. Also, at the level of jokes that he was telling, but I was like, "This is Brenly esque." His. Well, somebody tweeted out that he sounds just like Dan Roan. And they showed, and then they had the picture of the two of them together because they were hanging out in the. I'd forgotten what Dan Rohn sounded like because nobody's watched the WGN News in like 14 <laughs> years. Um, I thought, I think Deshay's analysis has been really good, and he's he's already the equal of Bob as far yeah. as breaking down the game, and some of his jokes have actually been funny. But he just he the the sheer number that he's trying yeah. to get you know and I, I just think as he gets there as, as he gets a little more comfortable they'll be a lot more natural yeah, he's he, not bad i mean we know bad announcers yeah as i just got a uh, one of our viewers kyle reichert i love him i met him at spring training just sent me a google plus thing and his his question simply is moreland or deshaies <laughs> oh definitely deshaies Yes. After one game, I can already tell you to shave. Oh, yeah. Keith is he's un, completely unlistenable. Kyle's a good kid. He was he, uh, one of the – well, the only person that wanted to meet me when I was out of spring training. He was out there with his family, uh, uh, strapping yet lad. He's a first baseman, so we bonded over that. Um, good kid. Funny kid. So, And one of our the only people that actually reads, reads our sites and comments yep. on them. So thanks for that, Kyle. And uh, watches us watches our Google Hangouts live. So officially, he needs a life. We could probably <laughs> probably take out a collection. Sorry, Kyle. I feel feel horrible for him now, worse than I did before. Um, but you're right though, Dolan. Deshays, it was a lot of volume, and I'm used to sort of Brenly. For as much as I disliked him, he definitely was good about letting just kind of sitting back and and only dropping in. Speaking when he, he was like a Mumford boy, or wasn't that a Mumford boy? Milf, Milford boy. Arrested Development? Wasn't that the school? Oh, yeah, to be, be seen but not heard. Or no, not no, be seen neither nor seen heard. nor heard. Neither or seen nor heard. <laughs> uh, so he was um, – but I think, I think I'm going to like the Shays. That yeah, is so kind good. of not what I expected him to look like, though, to be honest, because I did no research on him before. So when he appeared yeah. and had like the bald head and the goatee, I was like, I kind of expected him to look more like uh, – who was the third guy that was not Viscurgeon and uh, I can't think of it. This is great radio. There, you know, the booth before this year was Viscurgeon, Karos, and someone else. Oh, Dave Campbell? Campbell, thank you. For some reason, I expected him to look like Dave Campbell. Nobody's as handsome as Dave Campbell. <laughs> Have you played enough of the show to actually get to a, a point in the game where they show the three pictures of Vaskersian, Karos, and Steve Lyons. No, I have Lyons not. Lyons looks. Lyons, 
Lions looks like Grizzly Adams in his picture. He's got <laughs> long hair and this overly grown out goatee. It's just ridiculous. And Karos's hair, it he doesn't. It's it's not going this way. It's like slicked back. I think it's the same oh. picture from last year. It's they're a hot mess. He Karos's hair is just its own entity. He, I, I very much have liked the show so far. Um, although oh, I've yeah, only I'm, played two games. Yeah, I've pl- I played quite a bit of it last weekend, and I think they they worked out whatever little lingering bugs that used to bother me. Yeah, and, and there um, weren't many. I mean, it's it, you're you're no. right. It's not. It's hardly any different, honestly, than last year. But it's tightened it all up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's it's not a bad thing that it's not that different from last year. No, because it was a good game. They didn't screw yeah. it up, but they also fixed a lot stuff, of stuff I didn't like. Yeah. So yeah, I was pretty. I've been pretty happy with my purchase. And I don't mind Lions. Well, my mommy got it for me for Easter, so that was. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> my mom didn't buy me a video game for Easter. <laughs> she well, technically, she bought it for my nephew, and I just stole it from him because yeah, the hell nice. with him. I hope he reads your blog and goes <laughs> over and poops in your mailbox. Yeah, possibly. It's a long okay. drive. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. I fooled around just a very little bit with the, I think it's the Diamond Dynasty mode where you create your own team. But I didn't want to like fool with the uniforms and all that stuff. But like you create your own uniform and your own roster of guys, and then you you have your little budget and you do stuff and play against major league teams. And it's almost remember the game Baseball Stars, or did you ever play the game mm-hmm. Baseball Stars? Oh, yeah. Remember how you could play like the lovely ladies, and that would give mm-hmm. you the most income because they were the most popular draw. It's kind of like that, where like you play if you play harder teams, you know, you play the Yankees and the and the White Sox versus playing like the Royals. You're gonna get a little more cash and a little be a more difficult game. It's, it's seemed seemed I barely touch it, but it seemed interesting. I feel like the like the Astros are a user created team. <laughs> like you watch them play, and no, they look like made up, like created players. And they have I like their new uniforms. Yep. Did you watch Sunday night? Yeah, and right now, um, uh, you Darvish is no hitting them in the seventh. Oh. That's about right. Yeah, I don't think they have. I don't think they have a chance to get a hit. I think he could pitch fourteen innings tonight, and they wouldn't get a hit. They're abysmal. What's what's their Brett Brett Wallace? Is that his name? Brent Wallace? They're Brent Brent Wallace. That talk about a weird looking dude. That guy is like a troglodyte. And they're actually they're trying to play him at third. Some he could uh, barely handle first. No, he's bad. third too. It's. Speaking of barely able to handle third, what did you think of Louis Valbuena's debut? Well, I, he's playing. He's playing possum. Clearly, he knew yeah. that the Cubs had enough runs, and he wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna, you know, give the Pirates a good scouting report on what he could handle. That's except true. For that one, he crushed to the wall that would have been true. out of any other any other ballpark. One more bowl of Wheaties, and he was. the The really bad part is that you know he he was awful yesterday. And then tomorrow he's facing a lefty, so he has no chance of getting hit tomorrow either. So he's already on pace to go over the series, which is not a great yeah. way to start your season. Um, who is it? I think Tim Kirkjian always does the thing where he, like, he tracks the the last player that's active on every roster to actually get a hit. It usually takes until like the first of May. There's uh, always a backup catcher somewhere. Hasn't I think that could be Louis. He could play every game yeah. and still be the last starting position player to actually get a hit. He might, not only that, he might be the last guy on the roster, period. The pitchers might even 
Samarja is going to dig. He's going to get some hits this year. And Edwin Jackson's a really he, good hitter. Yeah, he's a good hitter. Um, what did you think of Carlos Marmol's 2013 debut? I thought he looked like always. <laughs> I don't. I don't get the the freak out. Like Kaplan lost his mind. Well, of course he the, did. I mean, he's, we're used to that. But yeah. why is he in the game? Why isn't I, it? Really bothers me the people who thought Samarja should have finished the game. No, yeah, that was. Dumb. I didn't think he should have pitched the eighth. No, I mean, I'm, glad, I'm glad he made it through, but I didn't see the point. It, I agree. He made it through quickly, though. Like that was. Yeah. I mean, he. But didn't he go in he with 104 like pitches? Pitches, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think he had either had 94, or 96 going in. So he, and, yeah, okay, he was so a nice he quick with 104, inning. I think. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, it's pretty obvious why they want Marmol to close. They're, yeah. they're trying to trade him. Yes, and of course. They can't trade him if they, don't, if, if they don't pitch him. Right. And people are like, well, why aren't you pitching him? Of course, the problem is that when they pitch him, people are like, well, why are you pitching him? Yeah. But, um, you know, he's gonna, they're going to try to squeeze some saves out of him and hope that a team like the Tigers or somebody who doesn't have a closer right. decides that's who they want. I don't know that it's going to work, but I don't blame them for trying it. I mean, hell, that's that's why that's why we got Theo and Jed. Right. They're supposed to know the best ways to unload some of these guys. Right. And Jim Henry, meanwhile, will be assassinating his character in the media and saying that he's a terrible pitcher and not playing him. Yep. Or he would have just he already extended him for five yeah. more years. Yeah. Um, and then uh, would have assassinated his character. Yeah. <laughs> Another Cub, I of course it was it was very awesome to watch Samarja Samarja play well. Um Rizzo, the first very first without after not hitting a home run yep. in all of spring, the very first pitch he sees was just a it was almost out of the park. It was just a bomb. Yeah, it was the second to last row or something out there. Yeah. He was exciting. And Starling Castro, man. He is so fun to watch at the plate, and his defense, he played really good. He was really good in the field yesterday. I mean, I know it's those, a small sample. He side. made those two plays where he went way into the hole, mm-hmm. and old Starlin would have tried to throw the ball a thousand miles an hour to first, and either skipped it in the grass or thrown it into the first base dugout. He just took a nice, easy throw yeah. and beat the runner by two steps both times. Yep, I think he's. I think this. I think he's going to have a big year. Oh, I think so around. too. Because he's really good. I mean, people are like, oh, he only hit 285 last year. But it's a reminder that Cub fans are idiots. Yeah. To what, what's wrong with 285? So did Rizzo, and I think everyone was happy with 285 out of Rizzo. Well, that's because Rizzo's a big curly-haired white guy. Not some <laughs> horrible, horrible <laughs> date rapist shortstop. I mean, good Lord. I don't think that counted as a date, Dolan. <laughs> um, it, did, it did when I was... Getting raped by Starlin Castro. <laughs> I, we should probably cut that. Oh, well, we're live. Whatever. It's been said. Can't be unsaid. There's two people at home watching it going, oh, dear. <laughs> Mom, they're doing it again. We're, we're rated R now. Um, Apparently, Warren is the voice of reason. We had no idea. Yeah. That he, he was the one who toned us down. Weird. Uh, no, he was definitely the one. He's definitely the one that makes more sexual jokes than we <laughs> do ever combined. Yeah. Um, so that was exciting, and Castro, like I said, Castro is just fun to watch at the plate because even when he takes his first two hits, well, I guess I think he only had two hits. His two hits, neither one of them came on particularly good swings, but he keeps the bat in the zone for so long that he, I mean, he's got good bat control even when he's 
throwing it out there. And it was, it was, it's, he's just fun to watch hit because it's, it's kind of like when you used to watch Sombrano pitch, you don't know really what the hell's going to happen, but it's going to be entertaining. And I love, I love, uh, I love Castro. I think he's uh, a big year. I could see that too. And of course they're, uh, they're doing it all without their gutty little leader, um, Darwin Barney, who <laughs> cut his leg on, on the last inning of the last spring training game by running into. Well, he's four foot two, so what did he run into that was knee high? A fire hydrant. Yeah. Or a sprinkler head. <laughs> um, so, yeah, now we're, and now we're stuck with um, Lillibridge. Jesus. Really? We didn't have anybody else that we, well, we play there? I mean, we do, but it's Valbuena, and like we unfortunately. Well, I'd rather have Louis. I'd rather have Louis playing second, and then we'll just play Clevenger at third. Cause that, <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Did Clevenger because because Deanna Navarro made the roster? Did Clevenger even make the roster? Is he like their backup first baseman? Oh somebody? yeah, he's their he backup. Did? Um, he's going to back up at first and third and catcher. And Dale's oh, all excited really because, yeah, and Dale's all excited because now he can pinch run for the catchers. Because that comes up so often, Great. especially those two who are never going to get on base. So why, would <laughs> have to, why would you ever have to pinch run for them? Uh, Wellington had a nice day, though. Um, I have to before I forget about it. That reminds me of another thing of the show. I don't know why I'm bringing it back up, but because I have to save my video game segment for something else. Uh, the the show I really um enjoy the like. It, 2K series does a lot of things horribly, but one of the cool things they implemented in the last couple of years was the like MLB Today thing where you could play any game from around the league like along with the schedule. I don't think the show had this last year. I didn't really play enough of last year's, but they added that to the show where you can just go in and play like today's games, and they will have the lineup accurate. They'll have the starting pitchers accurate. Um, and the, the commentary, if you go back and play games, like if I went back and played you know, yesterday's games will be accurate to that the fact that it's opening day and like it, it's it's a cool little feature I think they added. So, so basically, all year we're gonna go back and and replay tomorrow's game against the Pirates so that we can hear the announcers talk about the first place Cubs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a good call. I think they're gonna yeah. pull out another win though, and they're gonna be two and zero, which would be the biggest lead that they've had since. Let's say 1954. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think. <laughs> well, I um, realized. I realized. I on Twitter, probably not in 54. Because I said, um, I made some comment that that was the first time the Cubs had chased a pitcher by the sixth inning since like 2009. It was. It was what I intended to be a very sarcastic comment yesterday, and I realized that like you, if you're going to do sarcasm on Twitter, you got to do like first time they chased a pitcher before the sixth since, since like 1912 because no one got it they're like oh my god is that real i'm like no <laughs> just last year i mean again they didn't really ch- i looked it up and it was like the september 30th game against the diamondbacks um they chased uh whoever was starting in that game although i think it was just a pitch count thing because he was like brilliant through five innings against them <laughs> it was like he was throwing a one hitter and they had like eight strikeouts against him but I'm sure it was just a pitch count thing, but wasn't it Josh Colemanter? Yes, that was it. Yeah, I remember that from your tweet. Uh, thanks I for reading my tweet. tweets, Dolan. I memorize, I memorize them. <laughs> are we going to do since there's only two of us? Are we going to do defending your tweet? Because that means I got to look at your Twitter. Yeah, I'd have to look at yours then too. Yeah, 
All right, so everybody at home. I give uh, you a lot quick, of information. Take a quick break. Go to the bathroom. Go to the. <laughs> we're gonna look. We're gonna read each other's tweets first. <laughs> I can talk and read. Um, I gotta say though, I you're gonna have a lot to choose from because I tweeted out. Oh, like, I know. A madman yesterday. I was live blogging the game, and every, every time I, uh, forgive me, everyone that's listening for the formatting issues because every time I would post something in live blog, it would auto post it to Twitter, and that. It, Anytime I use an apostrophe. So then I stopped. I, if you notice later in my tweets, I started intentionally trying to not use apostrophes. So like it was, it wasn't that bad for contractions, but for possessives, it was it got awkward. Oh, I've already got yours, and thing it has an apostrophe in it, so we get to see the <laughs> ampersand pound sign thirty nine semicolon. Good, good, good. Um, before we get to that segment, though, do we want to discuss Ryan Sweeney? Oh, I'm. Th- I think it's going to be great. Um, wait, who's he? No. <laughs> um, who was? Oh, uh, the guy from Bleacher Nation, Brett Taylor, was all excited because apparently he predicted it when he saw that Sweeney got released. It's like that's great, but you realize it's, he's he's Ryan Sweeney. I mean, there's a reason that he got released because he's not really all that good. But I guess um, when he explained it, right now they're. Um, <laughs> right now they're minor league outfielders the guys who they'd have to call if say Soriano got you know hit by a bread truck are Brian Bogusevich and Darnell McDonald and Brett Jackson who they don't want yeah. to call up yet so it yeah it was a good idea to get him um, he's oh shit is he left hand he's left handed right yeah I think so well, he's not. He's stuck behind the Nate Sherholtz experience. So, oh well, yeah. Poor guy's never going to get to play. Did you? Yeah. Did you see? Well, how do I read these? Jesus, I don't even know how to use Google Plus. Has anybody ever used it before us? No, this is the first Hangout that's ever happened. Because our one of our viewers sent in a defend your tweet for you. Oh, good. Oh, good. But I've got to figure out how you can read the damn thing. Wait a minute. So, Where did they send it to? To Google Plus, or did they? Oh, found it. I think. Yeah, he must have messaged. Oh. Oh, I got it. <laughs> it's Kyle. Yep. Oh, can okay. you see it too? Yeah. Yeah. So Kyle wants me to defend <laughs> <laughs> my tweet yesterday. Fujikawa is wearing number eleven in honor of Jock Jones. I have no faith in him. And Kyle asks, how can you not trust Jock? Jock, of course, spelled J-O-C-K. Which is Jock's preferred spelling of his own name. He just didn't know it. This is perfect. Actually, Kyle, since you're listening, now find one for me for Dolan. So I don't have to look for (laughs) it. You can do all of our research for us. Dolan, unplug your headset real quick and plug it back in. Um, I'm defending my tweet. Kyle, uh, let's see. I... Okay, first I'm going to tell a little bit of a story. Uh, I I had a, you know, I used to belong to a gym and I had a, a lock, a combination lock that was three numbers. And the way I, I still remember this combination of this lock because the combination was Remlinger, Jones, and Brano. It was 37, 11, 38 was the combination. Oh, crap. No one could steal my dirty clothes now uh, if you ever find me at a gym, which you probably won't. Um, so that was the only reason I remember that Jock Jones was number 11. Actually, I don't know why I would. Well, whatever. Um, 
I do not trust Jack Jones. Dolan, I liked your comment. Both of them can throw the ball 65 feet. I think he's better. 55, <laughs> 55 feet, feet. 65 feet through the air. Um, Jack Jones, I think that's a fair tweet. I think that's a fair tweet to say that, that Fujikawa, and I also was a little bit miffed because the day before Sunday night, Fujikawa had blown my debut in the show. <laughs> I brought him in with a 3-0 lead, and he promptly gave up three runs or 3-1 lead, and he gave up two or something like that. So I don't trust his in video game form, and I don't trust him in Jock Jones's old uniform. And it probably is Jock Jones's old uniform. They didn't. They made him give it back before he, before he moved out and just put. They probably didn't even take Jones out from under it. They just stitched. <laughs> they sewed Fujikawa right over right it. over it. Yeah. yeah. So that's my. That's my defense of my. Well, hurry up, Kyle. We got. We got. We're doing a show here. You got to send us. The... <laughs> well, I keep looking through. Um, through yours, Dolan. Uh. Oh, did you notice how many? Um, did you notice? Of course you did. Uh, uh, what the hell was it? It wasn't the two and a half men ads. There was some other ridiculous recurring ad. For was it for Branson? Were there a lot of ads for Branson? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it was because my sister and brother in law are in Branson right now, and I kept and so every time I heard it, it was pinging something in the back of my brain. And it made it obvious that there were a, a, a weird number of ads for Branson. One of the things I miss, I, lo- I really I love MLB.TV. I think it's great. But I, moving here, I got DirecTV back. And so this week I get extra innings for free because it's the preview. What I miss, MLB.TV doesn't show commercials, which is actually weird when it goes to commercial and the blue screen comes up. Oh, yeah. Um because I miss the awful local commercials that you get from, because you'll see games from all over yeah. the country. And during the A's, whoever they're playing, um, Mariners game last night, there was one of the worst ads I've ever seen. It was for some Rolex dealer in, in Oakland. It was, the acting was horrible. And I like, this is what I miss. When I first got the dish, um, Johnny Bench did some awful Cincinnati chili commercial. It was horrible. Oh, Skyline and, chili? Yeah, and they showed it during every Reds game like 18 <laughs> times. And my dad and I used to just kick back and go, oh, here comes Johnny selling that horseshit chili again. And it, it would end with him like digging in like, mm. and you just know that every time the camera cut, he was spitting all over the floor and swearing at everybody and saying, I used to be on the baseball bunch, God damn it! I know <laughs> quality TV, and this isn't it. Where's the chicken? Well, Dolan, Kyle has come up with a tweet for you, and after you do this one, I've also got a tweet for you. So Kyle wants to know, <laughs> you tweeted out, somebody's got to say it. I thought Gabby Sanchez would be hotter. <laughs> she she kind of looks like a dude. Yeah. She's not attractive at all. And she's no. got like stubble. Yep. And she's a lot taller than I thought she'd be. She has a double chin a little bit. He got traded. I didn't realize this till yesterday. He got traded for a draft pick. Okay. What's when the you get? Like? There's these weird like compensation picks that you get. They're not like for losing a free agent, but they're like competitive balance picks. Oh. And teams can trade them. They're the only picks you can trade. And he got traded from the Marlins to the Pirates for something and a draft pick. They were talking about it yesterday. And I said, wow, that's because he's terrible. That's why he got traded for that. 
Oh yeah, I forgot to put my name up. Yeah. Then they can know who we are. Um. Okay, Dolan. I've got a second tweet for you then. Okay. Good. Uh, you had some you had some good ones uh, yesterday, but this one, just because it's you, is a little bit indefensible, because you say, "Don't get all the don't get all of the rage at Marmel. It's not like he's Paul Baco or anything." <laughs> That's right. And my question to you is, as a guy who has spent years espousing now Louis Valbuena, Previously, Henry Blanco, or as you called him, Hank White. Hank, still playing, by the way. So, of course he's still playing. Where do you get off putting down Paul Bacco? Because he's as, just as good a player as those two horrible players. Well, you they must know he not wasn't re- as good as Henry Blanco, I think. You it. must not remember, I hated, irrationally hated Gabor. He That's was the worst. Irrational. Isn't that irrational? And uh, so that's why I couldn't understand the outrage. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if if you're gonna get mad at somebody, it ought to be a complete shitstorm like Paul Bacco, not the former. I remember when Marmel was the ultimate weapon. I mean, when he was the setup yeah. man for Kerry Wood. Oh my God, he was the greatest reliever ever. And now, don't bring him in. Why are we pitching him? <laughs> I guarantee you that. Kuji Fuchikawa, or however we say his name. I sound like Ron Sano there. <laughs> I can guarantee it, he's not any good. And by, like, he's, his first fastball, the first pitch he threw in the big leagues was an 89-mile-an-hour fastball at the knees, which should have been hit about 800 feet. But the batter went, wait a minute, is that it? <laughs> Where's the rest of that fastball? <laughs> so I don't know why everybody's getting so excited about how, oh, they shouldn't use marmal. Let's bring in Ku- Kuji, whatever the hell his name is. You bring in Kujo for all I care. It's not it's not gonna make much difference. Well, and you know, don't you think there's a possibility? Because I agree with you. I think Marmel I mean, I I don't obviously this isn't even agreement. It's obvious they're trying to move Marmel. I do think he's gonna get moved um sooner rather than later. And um I I don't necessarily think that Fuji Fuji Kao or whatever is the heir apparent. James Russell is probably the best closer on that roster right now. He was their best reliever last year, too. Yeah. I mean, once Samarja got put in the rotation, I Russell was their, is their best reliever. Yeah. And I don't, I don't care if he's a lefty. I'm, not that he throws like Billy Wagner, but like he, you know, I, I think that he probably has earned it over Fujikawa. I think I was really disappointed that they the best closer they've had in a long time was former All Star closer Ryan Dempster. I thought they should have brought him back. It made him the closer because yeah. I miss him and his hilarity. Can you imagine him and Deshays doing hilarious pregame interviews? Oh, our sides would be split. Did you see the? Who, I think it was on. It was Sunday night. It was an ESPN. Well, it was an MLB commercial. Oh, good. The did who's he, on did, first? Oh no, I missed that. Oh, they did a commercial. I'm sure you probably blipped through it because no one watches commercials anymore. They did uh, several major leaguers uh, doing like it was like Ryan Howard and then and uh, and uh, whatever a bunch of guys um, were were reenacting who's on first. And Dems they get to Dempster doing it with some Red Sox <laughs> with some other Red Sox. Oh, it's a uh, Salta Lamakia. So Dempster and Salta Lamakia are doing it. And Dempster gets to the and like he he doesn't he, like who's on first and there was someone arguing with Twitter about this who's on first is a tightly written perfect piece of not perfect but it's a great piece of comedy and yep. it does hold up 
because we're still talking about it 80, 90 years later, yeah. or whatever it's been. And um, it's brilliant because anyone can do it. And if you just read it the way it's supposed to be read, you can probably make it funny. But Dempster starts going, well, I don't even know what we're doing here. Like ridiculously going off book on it and, and trying to make it Dempster funny. And it was, he fucked it up basically. So I wrote Dempster's, and Salta Lamachia's version of it on my blog on Monday. If you guys want to look for that, I think I think I had the whole accurate transcript <laughs> that Dempster did because he it was. I thought it was funny. No one commented. Screw you guys. I thought you were going to say that um, for the ESPN. I liked how on opening day, the first game ESPN airs is Red Sox Yankees. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're two. Already irrelevant teams in the AL East, but let's start with them. I thought you were going to say that they did this innovative thing where they let Ryan Dempster read the uh, starting lineups <laughs> as Harry Carey, because that never gets old. No, Fox does it like fourteen times a year. Oh yeah, I, when Dempster's not even playing in the game, they like. Yeah. <laughs> now let's go via satellite yeah. to Ryan Dempster, who's going to do the the lineups here for the Giants and Dodgers. And what? <laughs> I can't wait till he is finally forced out of the game and then forced down our throats as um Oh I'm not I'm gonna stop watching baseball at that point. As it's the national he's probably the guy who's gonna replace McCarver. No, he's gonna be the third guy in the brilliant MLB show Intentional Talk with oh, yes. Kevin oh, yeah, Millar because him and, and him Chris and Millar are they're like best friends. Oh. which is perfect considering they're both complete ass clowns. Have you ever watched that show? I try not to, but yes, I have seen it. It's stunning. It's stunningly bad. And speaking of stunningly bad, this was something I thought of earlier. Um, I was I ran out of podcasts that I normally listen to uh, on Monday, so I downloaded <laughs> I downloaded the Baseball Tonight podcast that is Buster Olney runs it, and I'm not even joking. It was Monday morning, and they were talking super early Monday morning. They were talking about whether the Rangers were overrated and the Astros <laughs> and the Astros were underrated because of one game. And now, as you said, the Astros are getting no hit by yeah. you, Darvish, Darvish, whatever it is. And uh, they're go and it, it's like it should have just been answered. No, no, the the Rangers. I don't think the Rangers are going to be as good as they've been the last couple of years because they lost you know a lot of firepower. And if what's his name, uh, Nelson Cruz gets I'm old, busted in that, in the uh, the PED indictment, um, they're gonna obviously, and he's he's kind of important for them because his right field defense is amazing as, <laughs> as evidence Sunday night in the playoffs. Um, but but come on, that's a ridiculous thing to say. Every time he catches a fly ball on right. I want to kill myself. <laughs> well, that's good because it rarely happens. Yeah. The um, I was trying to think. Was it that podcast that Keith Law and um, somebody else used to be on? I think it was the Baseball Tonight. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. And it was really good. And then, of course, they got rid of um, both of those guys, so that only and their little gang of idiots could, you know screw it up um well and listen that wasn't even the worst part of the podcast i almost dropped whatever i was holding at the time at because crook and hersheiser are on it and at one point like only was talking to crook about having to face hersheiser 
And Kruk was like, oh, he's like, I hated him. He's like, I wanted to kill him. I wanted to hit a line drive off his head. And I was like, I, I get that you're exaggerating, but that's not, it's not appropriate. That's not, like, why would, he literally said, I want to kill him. I want to kill Oral Hershiser. And Hershiser was kind of laughing it off, and it was weird. It was very weird, very early. And then they, but Dolan, you would have appreciated it. They spent a good portion of it talking about the size of Bruce Bochy's head. <laughs> Large. He has, he, has to, he has specially made hats. And it turns out that he does, and so does um, Jay Horowitz, the PR director for the Mets. I found that out on MLB radio because Jim Duquette was talking about it, about the biggest heads in baseball. Well, interestingly enough, Kruk was telling a story that Bochy, yeah, the hats and also the helmets, and he said that they, the, whatever the helmet company was that made the MLB helmets um, does not – they wouldn't make him a new one. So when he went to a new team, he had to bring his helmet and they would paint it over <laughs> it. Paint it. <laughs> yeah. And so like he, I guess he would like slam it down when he went from, I don't know, Houston to San Diego. Let's say, I don't, I don't really know where he spent most of his career and he'd slam it down and some of the paint would chip off and you'd see like the Houston colors underneath, <laughs> underneath this helmet. I thought that was kind of, Kruk actually told a good story. I was kind of impressed, but yeah, I was, I had forgotten that he was going to be the new, third man in the Sunday night booth. Yeah. So that was, that was a disappointment. Yeah. A bitter, bitter disappointment. Shulman is terrific. Yeah. I like, and him. I like, and Oral's okay. He's, he's boring. Why can't, but... why can't it just be those two? Why do you need yeah. three people to do one baseball game? Well, and they, they had two people forever, two idiots, but two yeah. people forever. And broadcast. I couldn't stand them, which was like having negative one person. Well, and, Plus, that Buster is practically a fourth man in that booth too. They go to him so often. Oh yeah, he's down. Hey, everybody. look at my. Uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's good. Nothing I like good. It. it was a good impression. Um, I also it, this reminds me of before when you're talking about Dan Roan. Did you watch any of the pre or post game? For a guy that has been, <laughs> for a guy that has been around baseball <laughs> for as long, for as long as he has. Um, he cannot conduct an interview to save his life. It was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. I didn't even know. Did they have pregame? Very briefly. No. Because that's one of my biggest disappointments about WGN is that they can't, they can't get away from the game fast enough when it's over. It's like, really, what do you have to show that is so important that you can't stick Two and around. Two half men. Weren't you paying attention? Well, that's true. Yes, inexplicably is right. Oh, you has a no-hitter through eight. Nice. Surprisingly, Rick Ankiel didn't get a hit off of him there with two outs. That's a shame. I don't even think a no-hitter against the Astros should count. <laughs> it's like pitching one in Little League. It certainly didn't for Carlos Zambrano. No, um, but I'm up. Um, what did you think of Bryce Harper's two home run debut. He's ridiculously good. Yeah. He's 20. Yeah. Okay, so Dolan, here's a question for you. You are the GM of a major league team and you are doing your a fantasy draft and you have the choice between Mike Trout or Bryce Harper as your first pick. Who do you I take? would Oh, I'd take Bryce a thousand times. You would? Yeah, I I think he's 
just a lot better. I mean, I, Trout obviously had a great year. He, he, well, I shouldn't say he deserved to be the MVP because I think Miguel Cabrera was the MVP. Yeah. Rightly chosen, although Trout had a great year. I just have yeah. a feeling that Trout's going to come down a little bit because nobody can be. I mean, he put up ridiculous numbers. Yeah, that was insane. And Harper is just kind of scratching the surface of what he's going to be. Yeah, and the surface last year was pretty amazing for Harper. Well, yeah, he um, he'd had a good year until September, and he just went crazy. In September, he had like almost an 1100 OPS and he's, I I've said last year a couple of times that, um, I wanted to hate him for some reason. I don't know why. Cause he's an asshole. I figured he was a little punk. He is, but I really liked him. Yeah. So he is, he still is. It's okay to hate him. He is, he still is a little punk. And like, if I had that kind of talent at 20 years old and was now unbelievably rich and, one of the best young players, if not the best young player in baseball, I'd be an asshole too. I'm an asshole now, and I have none of that. Okay, we got a Kyle who might as well have – we should have just had him fill in as the yeah. third guy on the podcast. Uh, he asked, do you guys ever notice how Crock always talks about how he was in a slump at some point? Whenever he's talking hitting, it's always about his slumps. I did not notice that. I th- I always thought he was talking about his own posture. <laughs> I thought the sl- I thought a slump was some sort of pastry. <laughs> oh, that's another thing about that podcast. I'm not even joking. When Cruck popped on, he was eating something. Like I'm, I'm oh, not. I, I couldn't have like written. I'm like really. He was. <laughs> oh, I hate John Cruck. I hated him as a player. Oh, Hershiser was hilarious too because Cruck was talking about how like. He's like, oh, we hated the Dodgers because like, they were all clean cut and all this stuff. And Hershiser all but said, he's like, yeah, and you kind of played for scumbags. <laughs> it was pretty right. Or with a bunch of scumbags. It was pretty funny. I was like, yeah, did our center fielder defraud dozens <laughs> of people out of millions of dollars? No. Uh, Keith Moreland got a mention in that podcast, too, because t- I like how I'm talking about another podcast on our podcast. Yeah, but, um, yeah. People actually listen to that one. <laughs> that's true. Uh, he... Um, I, for Hershiser's consecutive innings streak, that game, Cruck uh, wasn't playing because he had slammed into Mike Sosha the week before or something, so and he needed stitches in his leg. So in Cruck's position, uh, there were guys on or something, and 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 it really had there was an RBI opportunity, and where Cruck would have come up, guess who came to the plate? Dolan. Now this is stretch. There's a Cub connection here. This is stretching you a little bit. He. Moreland played for the yes, that's Padres? it. Yeah, well, um, I didn't remember that. Was it the pot? It must have been. Um, well, yeah, because that would have been back when. Kruk, well, I don't know. Let's uh, let's Google it. But that's what he said. Of course, Cruck could be wrong too. But no, Moreland did go somewhere after. He didn't finish with the Cubs. Good job, though, Dolan. Right off the bat. That's what he said. He said it was Keith Moreland, and Keith Moreland did play for the Padres. Well, that wasn't too hard because you basically said, oh, Moreland got a shout-out, oh, and then I you didn't. asked me the question. So. I didn't realize that I said that. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, 1988. 1988. Moreland played 143 games for the Padres. He did. He was We were the bad. 636 Whoa, OPS. A .331 slugging percentage. <laughs> wow. Had a lot of value there. 23 doubles and five homers. I forgot that that was the year that the Padres played in Yosemite. So no way he could get a home run. Um, yeah, so that was the uh, 
That was the. What did he play for them? Padres. Oh well, he played. Oh, he played seventy-three games at first base. Oof. Where was Garvey? Was he out with uh, some horrible STD? Two two games at third. Well, the year before eighty-seven, he played third for the Cubs, and he was oh god, you're right, horrendous. That, he had to move because they signed some hack named Andre Dawson. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Um, <clears throat> don't like Keith Moreland. I did you? You didn't listen to any of the Cubs radio broadcast yesterday, did you? No. Um, I've only I listened to him once. I was out in the garage working on something, and I caught part of a spring training game. And I remember thinking that. Um, how how tough it was for Pat with Ron having to like always find subtle ways to correct him and do all that yeah. stuff. And I always thought, well, won't it be? I mean, it'll it'll be sad, but won't it be nice when he can actually work with a real analyst? And then he gets Moreland, yeah. <laughs> who he clearly doesn't like. I mean, it's there's a reason he takes days off now. He never used to take a day off, or he's just missing for innings at a time. And just their interaction, it's pleasant, but it's not. They're not yeah. chummy. Yeah, Moreland's kind I of think a dick. Pat likes to be pals with whoever he's announcing with, and I just don't think he likes Keith. And then we heard stuff at the Cow Convention about what an asshole Keith is. Yeah, I guess isn't all that surprising. Yeah, I was. I felt dirty that I went up and told him I was drunk, but I told him good job, and he was doing good so far. I made it all up, and he um, was like, "Yeah, kind of." I know. And then he's trying to hit on this, like, kind of like burned out. Um, you know, like that stringy, blonde-haired, frizzy, perm, you know the woman I'm talking about, bleached, like stonewashed jeans. That's what he was trying to hit on. It was weird. It was weird. Um, oh, I would think that's right. Those, That would have been his groupie of choice back in the 80s, too. Oh, yeah. It was the same lady. <laughs> um, so what else, Dolan? What else is going on in the baseball world? Uh... Oh, you Darvish throw a no hitter. Oh yeah, we should go watch it. I missed the uh, White Sox and Royals yesterday because I didn't want to watch it. And I watched the end of it. I'm glad I didn't because the Sox won. Sale looks pretty have, damn good. I just have no interest in them and haven't ever really. You shouldn't. Oh, I forgot Lance Berkman plays for the Rangers. I thought he was dead. There's a lot of moments like that. Like Eric Bedard playing for the Pirates. Or um, I'm Astros. He's an Astro. Yeah, yeah. Astros. That was, was weird. I'm like, Eric Bedard's still around? And just things like things like Joe Nathan. He's still in Texas, right? Yep. Like just weird guys that just spent a long time. How about the Yankees trading for Vernon Wells? <laughs> <laughs> How even their fans were like, why didn't we trade for Soriano? Yeah, he's better, and his contracts and that we wouldn't have had to pay as much. That's yeah. how bad that trade was. The Yankees fans were openly pining for Soriano, thirty-seven-year-old Alfonso Soriano. Yeah. Well, do you have any more baseball stuff, or should we move on to our? Yeah, I think I'm out of baseball stuff. I I thought I had one other pithy. Pithy Cub observation. I've forgotten it since then. So it'll come back. Yeah, I'll think of it after we're done. Okay. Well, how about uh, movie recommendations? Um, 
I actually watched. It's not even a new movie, res- uh, but I watched That's End of good. Watch on Sunday. That was the one you that was that? sitting in your disc. No, um, yeah. Is that Jake Gyllenhaal? Is that what you said? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and is it Michael Pena? Is that the other guy? Yeah, there's there's Flight. Still haven't watched that. Right. But Zero Dark Thirty is is coming tomorrow, so this won't get watched again because I'm going to watch that instead. Yeah. Um. Because I want to see us. I don't. I want to see if if we get Osama. Or <laughs> um. But I did you have you seen End of Watch? I have not. I didn't know what to. I. I mean, I knew basically what it was about. I knew there were cops in L.A. and horrible stuff happened. But um, what should have been kind of a dumb plot device actually worked as long as you didn't think about it too hard. And the Gyllenhaal was a um, he's a cop who has, was a few years out of the military, but really wants he's going to community college and um, he's taking a film class. Hmm. So this community college must be the the best funded community college ever because he checked out a bunch of camera equipment. Like he's got this one camera that he's always shooting other cops with, and they're, they always get annoyed and make him put it down. But he's got this little like lapel um, camera that he wears, and he has his partner wear, and it's basically just a device set up so that you can follow along with them all the places they go. Yeah, um, it's like the office, right? So you can shoot this thing, document raw, documentary style. But um, I mean, some of the awful stuff that they see and have to do. Um, and I don't really like Jake Gyllenhaal that much. I, for some reason, I just think he's weird. Um, <laughs> I liked him in October Sky. Did you see um, Source Code, though? Yeah, and that was pretty good. Source Code was terrific. Go, sorry, yep. go ahead. Yep. But I really liked him in this. I liked his character, good. and yeah. So I thought it was really good. So I, I highly recommend it. Um, very, 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 very violent, but good. Did you see his turn as the Prince of Persia? Yeah. You saw that? I didn't see it. Yeah, that was not. I saw. I, I did not complete the viewing of the movie. Yeah, I can't imagine that. I was watching it because Gemma is it Gemma Arterton? Is that her name? So isn't there? An she Atkinson? was in it. Is it Gemma Atkinson? Gemma. I don't know. I made my bed up. So I, I kept. I watched longer than I normally would have. Yeah, Gemma Arterton is her name. Oh. See, if I was Warren, I would have jumped in when you said you watched longer than you normally would have, and I would have made ah! a joke about that, yeah. but I didn't. Um, well, actually, Dolan, my what I watched just the other day kind of is tangentially related to Zero Dark Thirty because I watched The Dictator, the Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, there's, a, there's Osama Bin Laden mentions, at least one of them in there. Um, I'm not a big Sasha Baron Cohen fan. I thought that uh, what's it called? The first one, the first big one. Borat. Uh, Borat. I thought it was overrated. I didn't think it was that funny. And I don't. I don't. For some reason, I'd, I'd rather people wrote jokes than just tried to shock me with weird stuff. And Borat had its funny moments. I didn't even see Bruno because I heard it was worse Bruno's than Borat. Horrible. Okay. Dictator. I didn't think was that bad. I thought it was like a three out of five stars. It was. It it was funnier. It was more, and you know what? It was, the best part of it was there is he, you know, he plays this dictator. It's a it's kind of like coming to America. Um, he has this mistaken identity thing where his double sort of takes over for him, and he's gonna make this African nation that he runs um, a democracy. So that was the plan. If some Ben Kingsley is in it somehow, no. and he's like his his weird advisor, his like evil advisor that's trying to get this this plan to go into effect. Um, but the guy who helps. Sasha Baron Cohen's character get 
back to power is hilarious. And he is, the banter between the two of them, I don't know if it was a lot of improv, but it felt very, very natural. And there was a lot of like, there was a, there, he was such a great straight man to him. Um, I don't know if you ever watched The Whitest Kids, you know. It's a, it's a, kind of the new generation oh, yeah. of kids in the hall. Um, I love how a lot of those skits, they have a total straight man where like the, he's like, something ridiculous is happening and someone is calling it out that it's completely ridiculous. And that's what this guy's role was in The Dictator. And he was, it was funny. Like I, it had its, oh, there we go. It had its moments. Um, I enjoyed it. And is there's something very weird about her neckline. Her, shouldn't her cleavage yeah, be where, higher Where than did that? her boobs go? Yeah, like someone photoshopped them out? Weird. Must um, be for the role. But it was... Uh, it was it was kind of better than I expected. And Flight is next, I think, on my... Oh, no, I have Wreck-It Ralph at home now. So oh, yeah, I, mean, I need to see that. I want to say, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. And then I think Flight is next on my list. I don't remember, did I talk last week? in the four minutes that I was actually on the podcast. Because <laughs> um, I know I talked about our plan to do it. Um, Barry and I watched um, The Hobbit in 3D on our big-ass oh, TV. Yeah. yeah, you did. Did I talk about watching it? I think you or did. Or just the plan to watch it? You think you did, and you said you liked it. Yeah, I liked the movie. And the 3D, I thought, was really good. Yeah. I expected to be underwhelmed yeah, by it, but I, I liked it. So I'll give another shout-out for that. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I think it. next is it next week that the movie on Directv 3D channel is um, Life of Pi. So, oh yeah, you mentioned that you were going to watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's all I really watched. Uh, I don't think I streamed anything. But can I? Do you have any other movies stolen, or can I get to? I'm I'm like on pins and needles to give my video game recommendation. Are you going to talk about Bioshock Infinite? Infinite. I am. Uh, I was was having a very, like, nice, productive day today. I actually, I put in hardwood floors, well, hardwood laminate in my front room, and I was going to start the TV room today. Because my carpet is, when you have two beagles, your carpet gets shit up pretty fast. Um, So I, I know, Dolan, I'm hilarious, but you don't have to do spit takes. You don't have to do spit takes every time I tell an amazing joke. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I'm going to lose the Gatorade sponsorship. <laughs> so I um, unfortunately got an email this morning saying my, or a text saying that the that Bioshock Infinite was out for delivery. I wasn't expecting it until like Thursday or Friday of this week. Mm. And very exciting, but very, very uh, – I knew that I was screwed once it showed up. So – I I only got about an hour and a half into it, and I barely have seen any enemies because like there's a very the, this is gonna be ridiculous to say, but like the wonder of this place, and uh, you know you have played and loved as I did the original Bioshock. Your introduction to Rapture, the underwater city, was incredible. Like it was one of the one of the coolest video game experiences I can think of. The introduction to um concord can. Concordia? Why can't I think of that? The introduction to the city in uh, Bioshock Infinite. I'm sure someone's Kyle's probably yelling at me right now. Um, I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, is 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 not as good as I don't think the um, the original Bioshock was. Columbia, Columbia, that's the name of it. 
Um, but it's it's terrific, and it, they clearly like borrowed from that idea of the bathysphere going down into the and it just having this great reveal. Um, it's so bright. And it like I mean it's a city in the sky obviously there's no clouds and it's above the clouds and I uh, I've just been wandering around the city so far like ch- checking every nook and cranny the ambient conversations between the characters are terrific the feel is amazing there's I, I'm gonna describe it as much as I can without trying to spoil anything but there's mu- the music is terrific they captured just like the original Bioshock captured that. 50s steampunk feel this nailed i think it's 1912 i was gonna ask is it before or so it's before it's before i don't really even know if the worlds are technically supposed to be connected um if this is just an alternate but i don't i don't i don't think that matters i don't think it it i don't you know but it is the the city is certainly as vibrant as rapture well, more so because it's not gloomy and, and dank. And they've already started creating. There's, you know, the original Bioshock, there was this, uh, like, idyllic, like, this is Atlantis, this is, you know, heaven. But that underlying, like, Stepford Wives, something is fucked up here, like, royally. And they, it's exactly the same way in Columbia. And it's beautiful and everything's fine and, like, the first there's there's a lot of like religious undertones they basically worship like washington jefferson and franklin as like gods and this isn't spoil again this isn't spoiling anything but like it's just creepy right off the bat and despite these beautiful scenery and all this stuff that's going on and i thought it was great they have you know in the first bioshock they have uh, you know you have your powers that you use with your left hand and then you have weapons that you use with your right Mm-hmm. There's no real tutorial to, for it, but there's like these carnival. There's this big carnival going on, like a World's Fair kind of going on in this city, where they have all these like carnival games that are like teach you how to use the shotgun, teach you how to use a ri- rifle, teach you how to use these different vigors is what they call that are like now your powers. Um, so you could you could walk right past it and miss all that stuff if you did, wanted to, but if you're exploring, it, it kind of teaches you how to play the game. That's cool. Just without even without forcing you in a tutorial, basically, and and it is. I've gotten a, a little bit into the combat so far. Um, it's it, this is going to be something special. I have a feeling I have a long night ahead of me because I'm going <laughs> to as soon as we get off this, like you said, being up till five in the morning playing the original Bioshock. I yeah. have a feeling, and I have a feeling this is the type of game that I'm going to actually finish. And I'm not one that usually plays through games a second time, but this is going to be it's going to be good. It's gonna be good. <clears throat> Excuse me, I can already tell. <laughs> I just and I love the the setting is fantastic. It looks good. I mean, just in the commercials, it looked. I like the style of animation, and the you know, it it looked like a looks like a pleasant game to play. Yes, very pretty. What? Yeah, totally. And like it, it's almost it's not cel shaded, but it's a little bit almost more cartoony than than Bioshock, which fits that sort of like ideal with like a crack behind it that you can't quite see kind of feeling. I haven't even met the girl Elizabeth. That's that's the big um you know, she's the big the MacGuffin. Well not even the MacGuffin because you're with her the entire time. Um but I'm about to, I think I'm about to find her. Um 
it's just dark. It's it's and like it, it, for as beautiful as it is, you can just tell that there's it's unsettling already, and it's great. Really, really enjoying an hour and a half into it. I'm already calling it game of the decade. Do we do we know who the voice of the guy is? Is it no. anybody that we've? I don't know Booker DeWitt. Um, <clears throat> I'll find out though. It's not H. John Benjamin. No. <laughs> no. Um, you you Darvish just lost his no hitter with two outs in the ninth in about the worst way possible. Why does that always happen? There was a ground ball hit right back to him. And it was pretty hard, but it went right between his legs into center field. Mm. One he probably should have actually caught and got his own no-hitter, but he didn't. That sucks. Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Is Booker DeWitt. He has been in, oh, Batman Arkham City. Um... Brothers in Arms. That was actually a pretty underrated series. He was in the apparently terrible The Walking Dead Survival Instinct. The Telltale Walking Dead is terrific. God of War he was in. Um, he was Batman in Lego Batman the movie. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does, does Lego Batman talk? I Apparently in the movie he is. It hasn't come out yet, so we would not know yet. Because in was. all the other Lego ones, they just kind of yeah. squeak. They did in the new, which I heard is terrific, but it's only for the Wii U, Lego City. It's like a um, Grand Theft Auto with Legos. It's supposed to be amazing. <laughs> um, and they, they actually talk in that one because they, they do a lot of very funny... Um, so can you beat up a Lego prostitute? Probably. Money? Yeah. It's, it seems like that. he's played Batman a lot. Oh, he was in Mass Effect 3. He was Kai Ling. Darkness Two, I've played that. Star Wars: The Old Republic. He's been, he's been, he's a voice actor. It would appear, and he was in Blade, the short-lived TV series. And then Courtney Draper is who plays Elizabeth. Elizabeth is the girl that you're supposed to fall in love with. Courtney Draper is cute. Um, wait, let me make sure. She's born in 1985. Okay, good. <laughs> um. She was in Bored to Death, which have you ever watched that? Yeah. Good show. She she was only in one episode and she was uncredited. Uh, she was in Veronica Mars. Oh, she's Courtney with two yes, E's. two E's, of course That's she is. wrong. She was in Buffy. She was in... She's Trupal. no Gemma Arterton. No, but who few are. Yeah. Um, so that is my... I've waited a week... Uh, I am probably still going to be raving about this game next week. It is. I was probably not even a third of the way through Assassin's Creed Three. Your your microphone's going again, Dolan. Um, I was probably only a, a third of the way through Assassin's Creed Three when when this came. So Assassin's Three Creed Assassin's Creed Three is going to be put on hold um, for at least one playthrough of Bioshock Infinite and probably two because it seems I'm very excited to see where this is going to go. And then I'll be able to actually read the internet again because I've been avoiding it, any any sort of game-related sites to avoid any kind of spoilers. So. Well, maybe the game... Uh, maybe no. the games actually merge, and that's why 
they that's why they worship George Washington. Could be. Probably it. The tyranny of King Washington or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of funny that I was playing. I mean, what games have ever had George Washington? And I'm playing two at the same time that both feature George Washington and Ben Franklin. Franklin and was Jefferson in Assassin's Creed? Maybe I haven't run into him yet in Assassin's I Creed. Haven't 3. Seen him yet. If uh, so, um, Dolan, do you have a any recommendations other than the show? You can you give us any more insight to the show? Um. Since you put in more time than I have, I'm well, no, because I'm I'm waiting for the Operation Sports guys to finish. The, oh yeah, the full miners rosters before I start a franchise. So I've just been I made myself. Of course, I'm playing I'm playing left field for the uh, Blue Jays. Nice. And um, any improvements in Road to the Show that you noticed? I haven't played Road to the Show. Um, I just I made my I I just made myself and threw myself into a season. Oh, cool. I put myself in the free agent pool and made myself so good that I. I would make, get signed. I make about eighteen million dollars a year. I had I had to turn budgets off to put me on a team because nobody could afford me. And you're putting and you're playing for arguably the best team in the AL East. Yeah, that's, that's starting um, in left. I assume. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm starting. I'm not coming off the bench. <laughs> oh, but the best thing was I. Uh, the first game that I played, I was black. Um, <laughs> I must have said I couldn't. It didn't look that way when I was creating the player, and then the game started, and I'm like, "Wow, I'm tame." <laughs> Not there's anything wrong with it, but I changed it. I had to go in and change myself after the first game. Um, I can't. Um, I played a couple games with the Giants, and a couple games, one game with the Cubs, and a couple games with the Nats. I blow a save every. Um, I've blown, if there's a save to be made, I've blown it in every <laughs> single game. <laughs> oh, here, Kyle wants to chime in. Um, let's see. Dolan, while you're reading that, um, also there's, just because of your, your black thing, there are some serious racial undertones, not undertones, very overt racial messages also in Bioshock Infinite that, that it's not okay to not be white. And it's very and like that, you know, that's a that's a pretty sensitive thing for a video game to explore and they're like, they're telling a story and it's great so far. It's great so far. Mm. Kyle says that Road to the Show is awesome. New updates, camera angles, and presentation feels much more personal. I'll have to give that a shot. Well, I noticed that um, uh, and I, I do want to, I'm going to do a Road <laughs> to the Show thing. Um, you actually catch um, no, um, the whole interface for like defense is completely different. Oh, how so? Um, all the angles. Well, I think what he just said. All the angles are different. Okay. Because so um, I always make myself an outfielder just because I, I'm terrible at actually fielding ground balls. Yeah. So I caught a billion fly balls. Because the one, the road of the show in um, twelve, my guy, I played him like six years into his career. I played a lot of games. In fact, so in that game, I hardly ever played a regular game. I was almost, it was almost all road of the show. Yeah, that's me too for two thousand twelve. Yeah, and because it was nice because you could actually see the team progress and like like you said, I mean, it was it was you know 
10 minutes, five, 10 minutes to get five minutes probably to get through a game. And I made myself a first baseman, which was super boring in the field. So I even, I think I shut off the fielding even about halfway through it. So I was just taking, taking at bats. Um, and it was, yeah, it was nice to be able to get through actually multiple seasons because I'll never be able to do that in a franchise. Although I'm finally to the point where in a franchise that I will like play like the first game of a series and just sim a couple. Because I used to be obsessed. Like with that, yeah, when MVP right. was out, I would play every single game, and I actually made it to like halfway through a second season of MVP, playing every almost every minor league game too. I was obsessed. But yeah, it was it was dumb. Um, and I did notice. I actually did want try one thing. I fired up franchise just to see if Hohokam had made it into <laughs> there, and it it did not make it no. into their road of the show. They had um or not road of the show their franchise mode because they said they added a couple minor league parks. Um, Hoho Cam was not among them, which is probably a wise choice. Um, I in Road to the Show, I kept getting traded. I mean, I know they almost that was I don't know if it was a glitch or whatever, but you almost you almost always got traded in your first year. And yeah. so I'm trying to think. I think I was who drafted me. I was on the Red Sox. I know. I think maybe the Astros drafted me, and then mercifully I got traded. No, Texas. The Rangers drafted me. I thought, oh, good, I'll work my way up. I'd be on a good team. I got traded to the Astros. Ugh. Um, played my rookie year with them and was the um, I was the rookie of the year. Got traded to the Rockies. Um, won an MVP with the Rockies. I got traded to the Reds, which I didn't want to because Dusty was still the man. <laughs> I didn't want to play there. And so I, was, I kept trying to just, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just get through the season and I'll be a free agent. Wait, as a young player, you didn't want to play for Dusty Baker? No, That's weird. No, I'm surprised that he played me at all. Actually, he, he made me change. I had to play center for the Reds. <laughs> I played right every, every other place. I had to play center for them. That's perfect. <laughs> so I'm playing out of position. Um, <laughs> and I tried to go. Um, I got to my fifth year, and I'm like, well, good, I'll be a free agent. And I wasn't a free agent. I had to go back for year six. I finally went free agent, and I, got, um, I signed with the Cubs. And the Cubs are the reason I, I ran out of steam with the thing. The Cubs were completely unrecognizable. It was uh, all it was all like um, made Rizzo up was names. gone, Castro was gone. It was all made up guys, and I'm yeah. like, wow, this isn't fun. So I stopped. I, I but up until then, I, I put up some pr pretty gaudy numbers because I with playing that many games, I basically maxed out all my categories. So I was really good. Now that you say this, I must not have played that much because I don't think I ever actually made it to the majors. I mean, I was—I think I spent my entire—I was probably two seasons in, and I was—I don't think I got traded. I was with the Red Sox, I think, the entire time. Um, so I mean, I'm sure I was blocked by Ortiz or whoever the hell is actually playing first for them. Yeah, um, I, got, I got called up in my at the end of my second year. I got called up in like August, um, and then. My first full season was the next year. That was pretty good. Good job, Dolan. Oh, you know, uh, uh, one of the benefits of you Darvish's no-hitter getting broken up was that his catcher is A.J. Pruszynski. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck, fuck that guy. I'm glad he didn't catch a no-hitter. It could have been Giovanni Soto. It could have been. He Shouldn't he be the personal catcher for someone now? Isn't he at that point in his career? Where literally the, some some nice pitcher is just keeping him around, keep getting, <laughs> like getting him a paycheck. I don't know what happened to that guy. Well, I know what happened to that guy. He never, ever got in shape. Yeah. He did that one year. 
And then he put it all right back on. Yeah. Um. Well done. I have a city to return to. Yeah, I think we've more than we've more than entertained our. Well, we're down to one viewer again. We know that's Kyle. So Kyle. thanks for thanks for thanks, watching. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Tell your friends. Uh, do we do our and we are going going gone? It just doesn't feel right. Well, no, it doesn't. Let's. I take it back. That's my time, folks. Don't forget to sip your waitress. Try the veal. <laughs> Drive carefully. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to go home. You can't stay here. We'll try out all of our goodbye slogans. Yeah. Well, Dolan, it's good talking to you. Yeah, go I Cubs. Made it, I made it through a whole podcast and didn't get kicked you out. Did. You did. We should have you host every time. Yeah, apparently that's the secret. Um, have fun watching the Cubs uh, the next week, and we will be back. Try to, try to get a, try to make some little sleep with your Bioshock. I'm gonna I'm gonna I will have finished this game by next week. I promise you that much. And I will also have done Hardwood Floors, so I'm not gonna sleep much in the next yeah. week. Dolan, right. good to talk to you, man. All right. Take care. See you next week.